This episode is brought to you by Pure Spectrum CBD. Sirak and I have been taking CBD and we are loving it. I'm holding the tincture right now. Talin, can you open your mouth, please? Now? Yeah, I'm going to give you a dosage. <laughs> now keep it there for 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. While she does that, let me tell you the great benefits of CBD for PCOS. Studies show it reduces cortisol, mm. improves insulin sensitivity, mm -hmm. reduces inflammation, you can go to PureSpectrumCBD.com now to order and use the code THESISTERHOOD, one word, at checkout for 20% off. Natalia, hold it for 30 seconds longer while the sisters enjoy the show. <laughs> Welcome to A Sister and Her Mister, a podcast where we show you the real behind the scenes of how we balance the PCOS lifestyle in our marriage, gluten and dairy-free. I'm Talin, your fellow sister and registered dietitian. And I'm Sirak husband, engineer, and PCOS personal trainer. We're going to make PCOS a little less overwhelming and a lot more fun. What's up, sisters? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Hey, girl, hey. This episode almost never happened. Yep. I'm sure uh, if you're watching the YouTube episode for the video version from YouTube, you can see that me and Talin are cozied up. Not following social distancing rules. Two inches away from Sirak's face. Basically, we're sharing one mic because of technical difficulty issues that we had earlier in the morning. Tell him, babe. So basically, I woke up this morning and I went to go ahead and set up the podcast equipment. And then I noticed one of the mics, the cable, the end of it was torn. I, I guess it got stuck somewhere. Well, I'm usually ready for this. I have a backup cable that I have that I bought like a year ago just in case this happened. And guess what? The backup cable ended up being the wrong cable all <laughs> along. This thing that I was depending on for a whole darn year was for nothing. Well, at least you thought of a backup cable. I wouldn't have thought of a backup cable at all I if know. it was me well, in charge the, of tech. The, the thought goes nowhere. I was I almost a thought, but the thought, <laughs> the thought, the GHT goes nowhere because it was the wrong cable. Well, we're here now. Yeah, exactly. So today on this episode, don't worry, sisters, I ordered a new cable. It's next coming. week's <laughs> the next week's episode will be back to normal. But just for this episode, we're going to be sharing uh, the w one mic. So if the sound quality is just a little bit off because of the volume levels, excuse us. But we promise next week it'll all be back to normal. Admit it. You like being this close to me. I liked it at first, but now you're getting too comfortable. <laughs> All right, sisters. Well, thank you for tuning into this episode. Uh, today's episode is going to be a big one, very important topic, gluten and dairy-free. Not just that, but how to go gluten and dairy-free the best possible way. Yep. So uh, first things first, we should first explain why we suggest trying gluten and dairy-free for diet and lifestyle change. Why don't you explain, babe, what, to the sisters? Yeah. So... Basically, going gluten and dairy-free has helped me a lot on my PCOS weight loss journey, along with helping with my symptoms and just feeling better overall because it helped reduce inflammation in my body and it also helped with insulin resistance. And these are two major underlying issues with PCOS. So gluten can trigger a lot of inflammation in your cells and making them more insulin resistant. And then dairy can spike your insulin levels and contribute to insulin resistance too. So basically by cutting these two out, I really reversed a lot of my symptoms, including losing 30 pounds. Yeah, exactly. And not to mention uh, 70 to 80% of all women with PCOS have insulin resistance mm -hmm. and inflammation alongside with insulin resistance are 
is one of the main types of PCOS that's prevalent in women with PCOS. Yeah. So when you target gluten and dairy-free, you're targeting the inflammation, you're targeting the insulin issues, two of the biggest factors mm -hmm. when it comes to PCOS. And stress hormones, because having all that inflammation all the time makes you pump all your stress hormones. Yeah, exactly. So on today's episode, we're going to explain the best ways of going gluten-free to make it easy as possible for you. Cool. Tip number one. Yes, tip number one. So for tip number one, this like takes me back to a little story I want to tell you about my journey deciding on going gluten and dairy-free. But basically the first tip I have is to decide for yourself. Educate yourself about gluten and dairy-free and how it can help you. And then don't wait for other people to approve of your decision to change your diet. Because one of the most challenging things about going gluten and dairy-free for me was telling people in my family and my family friends. So, of course, my parents were supportive because they saw me in Struggle City, like gaining weight and acne and stuff. And they were like, sure, change your diet. But as for other people, it was like, what are you doing? Like, especially adults, like, you know, they just... They feel like, and we're Armenian too, so we're really tied to our food and we just feel like what we're eating is super healthy and like, why would you change ancient tradition, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, and so, there, so going back to my story, I wanted to tell you. So basically we had gone out to dinner with my parents and this was like 10 years ago and like all of their friends and we were all eating dinner and and it was an Armenian restaurant and we were eating this dish called bereg. And bereg is basically dough and then feta cheese in it. In like a triangle. Full of gluten, dairy, add some it is butter. Literally only gluten and dairy. Yeah. So they're like passing around a plate of this. And I just I just like take the plate, pass it to the next person, and I don't take one. And it was like an episode of my big fat Greek wedding when the guy is like, I don't eat meat. And the man's like, you don't eat no meat. It's <laughs> a good, a great example. That is exactly what happened. You I, was, guys. I was thinking of everybody loves Raymond, but that's, that's even a better example. What you just said. Uh, I mean, I didn't even say anything and everyone had a problem with it. Everyone turned around and was like, you don't eat bedek? <laughs> Why? Oh, she's on a diet. Like all of this, you know, everyone started talking about it. And I was yeah. the center of attention for like 15 minutes. And I don't know, it was really stressful. Oh my gosh, if you're watching YouTube, see that's fixing the mic. Well, I'm just making sure you're, the mic is picking you up evenly <laughs> as me so that one of us isn't louder than the other. It's going to happen no matter what. I, I can't know. fix. I can't fix these things, but you know trying to make it easy on the sisters to listen so back to my story everyone's talking about me now i'm self-conscious all i wanted to do was lose weight and help my skin and my body but anyways i laughed and smiled through it it was uncomfortable to this day i remember the moment but no one's saying anything anymore because i lost 30 pounds and i don't have pcos so yeah. take that <laughs> exactly you're managing your pcos like a boss you've reversed like all your symptoms and you're able to to live your life as happily after and i'm sure if you were to stop the gluten and dairy free train a lot of those symptoms would start to come back i know it and you know, you'll be back to square one. Yeah, I see it when I eat cheese every so often. Yeah, the acne comes back. You yeah. feel inflammation. Different I mean, things. you're two inches from my face. Can't you see? <laughs> I had cheese last weekend. <laughs> oh, you look beautiful. Thanks. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so 
I love what Talian said here. Decide for yourself. Educate yourself. Do your own research. Because guess what? When, uh, when it's working for you, when you're seeing the benefits, the other person might not understand. They might not yeah. know about it. They might not hear about the ongoing research. And they de definitely don't know how it's benefiting you. So only you know that. When, it's, when it benefits you, definitely uh, keep doing it. Like do your yeah. research and do what's best for your body. Yeah, do it for yourself. Decide for yourself. And then once you see results, you'll care less and less what other people are saying. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, the second tip, the second tip on how to go gluten dairy free is set aside time to plan meals if you're cooking more than just yourself. Mm -hmm. That way you can plan meals that you can partially make gluten and dairy free or that are naturally gluten and dairy free. Yeah, that and you can also you're taking charge. You're yeah. like by cooking for yourself and planning your meals. This is now your lifestyle decision. Mm -hmm. You can't blame anyone who's not supported. So, for example, I get a lot of DMs of sisters saying like their mom is, you know, the main cook in the family. And like they feel like they can't go gluten and dairy free because their mom doesn't know how to cook gluten and dairy free. But here's the thing. You can't depend on other people to help you with this. You can show them the way like you can show your mom alternatives or something that you would like to eat for dinner. Or, you know, if you don't live with your family and you're, you're cooking for yourself, you can plan the week out a little bit so that you're not falling into like um, gluten and dairy traps, yeah. you know, like ordering pizza or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I... Just want to add on to one of the things was like m making foods that are naturally gluten and dairy free. You know, a lot of times like I, I we get stuck in like, oh, it has to be gluten and dairy free. Let me look for packaging that says gluten free, like gluten free breads, gluten free yeah. grains, gluten free, what have you, like mac and cheese and stuff like that. But what we forget is the foods that are naturally gluten and dairy free. Like, guess what? French fries, something that's so fun <laughs> and eat and, and like fun to eat with everybody. French fries are gluten and dairy free. Yeah. Do, it doesn't mean that it's healthy for you. Obviously, if you eat it every day or too much, it's not healthy for you. But like you can digress. You can go like sweet potatoes, you know, uh, dice some potatoes you know, throw mm -hmm. them in the oven. Boom. That's an amazing side carb to your meal. And then like when Beans. it comes to proteins too, like meats, like reds, like steak, ribeye, what have you, chicken. Mm -hmm. pork all these meats that are high in protein they're all naturally gluten and dairy free yeah and then like Tyan said beans beans is a vegetarian option if you want to avoid meat so beans is very good high in protein but it's also high in carbs so you want to be careful there but still like it's gluten and dairy free naturally you don't have to process it and a lot of foods are naturally naturally gluten and dairy free yeah going off what you said it's like even chickpea pasta like if you don't have chickpea pasta you can get a 50 cent can of chickpeas and it's gluten-free yeah and so. it's super cheap because you're getting a can and you're kind of getting rid of the packaging that you know usually adds to the cost yeah exactly yeah. all right moving on to the third tip starting with one meal so we always get the question how do i start where do i begin what do i do mm -hmm. literally just start with the next thing you put in your mouth you don't have to have all the pieces planned it took me a whole year to fully go gluten and dairy free and get used to this diet change and so you you should be really easy easy on yourself like plan to the best of your abilities but also like if you don't know where to begin just take it one step at a time because I don't know about you, but like going cold turkey 
is hard on anything, a diet, cutting coffee, like whatever it may be. I feel weird. Like I was putting my arm around you like on the couch so I could be comfortable. This is like the most uncomfortable episode I've ever done. I know, my neck hurts so bad. I have to put my arm around you like we're on a date, which is of course (laughs) great, but we're on a podcast here. Like let's not get too intimate. (laughs) Sorry, I'm so sorry. I I interrupted you. I was saying going cold turkey on something. (laughs) How do you, how do you, have you gone cold turkey on like coffee, for example? Oh my God. One time I went cold turkey on coffee and I had like pain through my bones because i've been drinking coffee for so long so like it didn't work for me yeah. going cold turkey yeah i remember so anyways take it one step at a time start with your next meal yeah. or just start with breakfast yeah and if you only get through breakfast gluten and dairy free pat yourself on the back yeah so like we can we can go through it right now so when you start let's say your breakfast right the first meal in your day let's just say uh as an example maybe you're having um, oatmeal every day for breakfast, right? So oatmeal yeah. has um, gluten in it. However, there are gluten-free oatmeal options. They are they are very popular. You'll you'll see them in almost every grocery store. Yeah. Just look for it. And it's a naturally gluten-free grain, but they yeah. roll it in flour, so exactly. you have to find the gluten-free yeah. version. Yeah, oats are naturally gluten-free. It's just mm-hmm. like Talian said, they roll it in flour, which makes it have gluten. So look for gluten-free oatmeal. The second step is when you're making your oatmeal. Um, obviously don't add the dairy milk in there. If you're going to, some people like to cook oatmeal with milk, try to use, you know, dairy free milk. Right. Like the couple of brands that we like, we love ripple milk. It's spelled R I P P L E and it's made out of pea protein milk. So it's very high in protein and has no sugar and no carbs. And you can use water if you don't have dairy free milk. Exactly. Yeah. We actually, I don't use water. No, I use the milk. Oh, you do? But I could use water. Water. So um, you could do that. And second thing we like to say, or third thing, is to add protein on top of that. Because you want to... This this doesn't have to do with um, gluten dairy-free, but adding protein to the oatmeal is now makes makes your uh, protein-to-carb ratio a lot higher. Mm -hmm. So now um, it's a lot more sustainable meal because it's going to keep you fuller for longer periods of time and will be easier for your cravings and, and such. Which is also super important because if you don't have cravings and you're in control of your appetite, then at the next meal, lunch, you won't be dying to eat whatever is the first thing you see. And you can wait and think, and what can I eat that's gluten and dairy free and so on. Yeah. Another example we could go with is like cereal, you know, a very common um, uh, breakfast cereal. So instead, what you can do is find a gluten free granola. They are also very common. And then you can get uh, dairy-free yogurt, like Forager. They make amazing uh, dairy-free yogurts. And all you do is basically throw the granola into the yogurt. It's high in protein and fat high in healthy fats you're getting carbs it's a basically a full meal and like if you want have a protein, protein shake on yeah. the side if you want to really have higher in protein if you want a chocolatey 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 breakfast but without all the sugar here's what you need to do girls listen up oh here we go get your dairy-free milk and put it in the blender and add chocolate protein powder. I use Philosophy. It's like hemp and it doesn't have artificial sweeteners in it. Blend it up. Now you have a protein shake. Mm-hmm. But no, that's the base. That's the milk base of your cereal. So then you get the kind granola, the chocolate strawberry flavor. Mm-hmm. And you put that with and then you pour that like protein shake basically as your milk with that granola. And it is so chocolatey and delicious. Like if that's what you're in the mood for, it is such a good high protein chocolatey breakfast. 
you just, gotta try it. Uh, just one thing is, um, I believe the flavor you're saying is re- relatively low in sugar, but some granola uh, brands and yeah. flavors they are they're like high in sugar because they have added you know sugar to give the taste a boost. So a general rule of thumb is like five grams of sugar per serving. So if you're, if you're looking for granola, uh, you should look for something with five grams or less per uh, serving. I'm so glad I told you guys about that breakfast because yeah. seriously, if one of you try it, you have to tag us. It is the bomb. You have to. So it's a law. To. It's you, a bylaw. You have to. <laughs> but yeah, so those are some tips on basically starting slow. So with your breakfast, start with one meal at a time. Maybe you have something every day. Maybe it's if you have something every day that has gluten in it, try to replace it one day at a time. You don't have to completely replace it. And then maybe you, you replace your breakfast, right? You go a whole week like that. And then maybe the next week you start replacing your lunch. Mm-hmm. So now you're, you've replaced both your breakfast and your lunch. And then eventually you'll move on to dinner and how to make that gluten dairy free. And, you know, eventually out, how to choose gluten and dairy free when yeah. you eat out, things like that. Exactly. Slowly you'll learn all of the tips and tricks by making a few mistakes yeah. here and there, whatever. And this is a lifestyle. And in a year, you'll have it under control. Yeah, exactly. I mean, for t- for Tallinn, it took her, like, uh, I believe almost a year, right, babe, to lose 30 pounds? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, she's oh, been... longer than... Because I didn't know how to work out yeah. for, like, after... you know. But the first year, I lost a lot of weight, yeah. Yeah, but also, like, it's been, like, a 10-year journey for you in finding out yeah. what's the best thing for you and your body. It's been, like, 10 years of you trying out different diets, trying different workouts, trying... To see like what levels of sugar, fruit, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, over time you learn what's best for your body. So just be patient with yourself, sisters. And just like um, one meal at a time. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next tip I is... got this from you, babe. Oh, you did? Then you say it if you got okay. it. From, I, don't, I don't know what you're going for. Open your mind to try new things. New pizzas, new pastas. Mm-hmm. Go to the grocery store and pick up something that you haven't tried before. And you might really like it. Why'd you get this from me? Because we were pizza shopping at Whole Foods, the gluten and dairy free aisle. And, you know, I gravitated towards like the regular gluten and dairy free pizza or, that we always yeah, get. Yeah, we always get the Daya, what probably. Daya, Daya yeah. yeah. And then there was this other one. Um, Del, Del Monte? Oh, is it? Was it Del? No, no, I think that's something else. Anyways, it was all vegetable. It was like based. a Spanish name, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like a vegetarian, vegetable-based yeah. vegan pizza with like a vegetable crust. And I was like, yeah. ugh, like what is all of this? You yeah. Know? And you're like, let's just try it. Try something new. And now it's our favorite pizza. Yeah, it's our favorite gluten dairy-free. And who knew? Like we looked at it. We were like, eh, it's different. We're not, we've never tasted this. And you try it and you realize it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the same thing goes with basically in general with gluten dairy-free. So like maybe you're used to a certain pasta right now with gluten, right? Well, maybe there's something else that you like just as much or even more. Like, for example, there's Bonza uh, brand pasta, which mm-hmm. is really good. B-A-N-Z-A-A, really I believe. Really good. It doesn't fall apart or get mushy yeah. like other brands. And they really benefit. Uh, uh, there's also like Daya. They make their own pasta. They make mac and cheese. There's multiple brands. and Annie's makes one too. But the benefit of these pastas, sisters, is that they're made of chickpeas or almond flour. Mm. And what the benefit of that is that it's actually has protein and fiber and just more than only carbs. Because when you eat, um, you know, the pasta that's made out of regular flour, you're just basically getting carbs. Whereas with these um, 
uh, gluten-free ones where it's made yeah. out of chickpeas or almonds, yeah. they actually have some amount of protein, which is yeah. as, you know, elevates your meal. And a variety of nutritional benefits, yeah. antioxidants and vitamins, and just having variety in your diet is really important too. Like you can't just, even if you're not gluten-free, like you shouldn't just eat wheat, wheat, wheat. Like there are other yeah. grains that are very good for you. And that's one of the great parts of being gluten-free, opening your mind to new grains. Like I never knew what buckwheat was. Mm -hmm. And then it, now it's my favorite grain. It's like nutty and delicious. And they have like noodles made out of buckwheat. And it's so good for you. Yeah. It even appears apparently has inositol in it yeah that's right it does. which is pretty cool because i take ovacetol so <laughs> yeah and like um sorry uh, shoot i almost forgot what? oh uh like there's there's so many like inflammatory compounds found in wheat oh, we've, yeah. we've gone over this in a previous episode um of the of this podcast basically i think it was called like uh, gluten or gluten dairy free fat or necessary and we have a, another podcast as well so just check out the podcast episodes and you'll find more episodes on why we suggest gluten and dairy free but in one of them we talk about like how wheat it's been basically due to gmos and due to mass manufacturing they ba basically made wheat like stalks so much thicker and so that they're able to grow longer and be be safer against insects and pesticides mm -hmm. but guess what this this has only been done in the last 30 years our our bodies have not evolved to accommodate the the difference in wheat like we've been eating wheat for thousands of years as as humans however in the last 30 40 50 years it's changed so dramatically that our bodies have not um you know been like evolved or adapted to digest it completely so now you know, it's like almost like for some people, it can be like gum, like it gets stuck in your intestines and you're not oh, able yeah. to digest it. It gives you like like IBS and things like that. So these are some things to consider with like pasta and like replacing it with a gluten free option is you're actually doing something that can be really beneficial for your body and digestive system. Think about it, sisters. Yes. Let and, that sink in. Yeah. And then uh, just lastly about the same tip is like giving up cheese and like finding dairy free options for cheese. Like it's not necessary like for Tallinn, she could tell you that like she she wasn't really too much into the dairy free fake cheeses. She just basically took cheese yeah, out, right? I only I only recently started eating fake cheese because I wanted to, you know, provide variety on Instagram and like in our recipes in the sisterhood, I wanted to give some variety to people and show and, them, yeah. you know, there are all these options out there. And there are people who love cheese too. Yeah. So there are options for yeah. you. That's why we always include dairy-free cheese because we know there are cheese, lover, cheese lovers and we don't want you to think that you can't ever have cheese. You can have these replacements if you want. Yeah. Or you can just not replace it, which is what I did for years and yeah. felt totally fine. Because when you're focusing on how good you feel then you're kind of like whatever like i don't really want that anyways and i'm yeah. fine and i feel great and this meal is delicious and that's it and so you don't have to like you know replace it and spend all this money on things that you might not like mm -hmm. exactly exactly and then um lastly or i should say the next tip we have a lot more tips coming throughout this podcast but the next tip is in order in order to create a lifestyle out of this it's not about perfection. It's about consistency. Exactly. This is Sirak's favorite, favorite question when we go Instagram live. Yeah. When people ask like, what if I have a cheat day? Yeah. What do you say, babe? It's not a cheat day. We hate calling it cheat day. It's just a meal. It's just, 
you're having a meal, maybe maybe like you feel like having gluten or dairy today. Maybe you want, you want to have gluten or dairy for your lunch. Well, there's no pressure. There's no reason to feel guilty or bad about it because we're not here to create perfection. There is nobody in this world that is perfect. There's nobody that... How dare you? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> there's nobody in this world that is perfect, especially with their diet, especially with anything in the world. So... We're trying to be consistent. We're trying to make sure that we have a consistent lifestyle that's beneficial for us. And trying to be perfect about it is not going to get you there because it's just going to create stress and make you feel guilty. And that's not what we're about. No, no, we're not. Definitely not. Not guilty. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Like we're not trying to make anyone feel guilty for not going gluten and dairy free or not being able to or whatever. Exactly. If it doesn't work for you, then don't feel bad. Maybe yeah. something else will like always keep an open mind. Exactly. So if you're wondering about, oh, shoot, I had uh, gluten uh, for for lunch. Shoot, is, is uh, I just cheated my meal or like, oh, man, I feel so guilty. I'm going to have an off week. Sisters, don't feel that way. It's just one meal or it's just one day. Literally just forget about it. Like don't let it uh, put you down. Don't let it stress you. And instead, just focus on the next day or the next time you want to start your gluten and dairy free you know consistency your lifestyle and just just focus on the consistent portion and not the the perfection of the perfection about it i couldn't have said it better babe yeah and then also just want to say um in this sisterhood um we have like a whole as you as we've explained before we have a whole five stage success path but just to break it down in stage two you actually uh, we teach you how to grow gluten free so we walk you through our kitchen Talin goes to the our whole kitchen uh telling you exactly all the products that she has that's that's gluten free we even uh, have a whole video on how to eat out gluten free so if you're in restaurants or if you're grocery shopping things like that mm-hmm. we we explain like how to ask for something gluten free how to talk to the waiter all these different things and the same yeah. thing for dairy free which is stage three we teach you why uh, the, or what the benefits of dairy-free are. We we teach you um, how to order out dairy-free and as well as we do a separate pantry tour and mm-hmm. kitchen tour for just dairy-free items. So we literally uh, walk you through it all to help you learn how to go gluten and dairy-free in the most safest, safest, easiest, efficient way for you. Yeah. There's also a video on getting started, like how to begin. Yeah. You know, and just it literally, like every experience I've had throughout this process is talked about and summarized in a funny and informative way yeah on these videos in the sisterhood yeah and i've personally done all the editing added some <laughs> visuals you know to make you to pizzazz make it pizzazz to my exactly, hands exactly pizzazz to help me, uh, make the learning process as easy as possible <laughs> all right so those are the main tips but now we're gonna go on to um what can we do to help you go gluten and dairy free so we asked this question on instagram on uh ig stickers we asked, what can I do to help you go gluten and dairy-free? So now we're going to um, read your answers and basically give advice as best as possible. Okay, the first answer is from my best friend, Gabrielle. And she says, come to my kitchen and cook my meals. <laughs> I bet that's what like everyone will love. Just tell him, just cook for me and I'll be fine. <laughs> can you just come over? <laughs> I feel like everyone was thinking that before they responded I mean, to this. Your meals on Instagram and like, like... It's, it's I know them, I know personally because it. it's so delicious. But sisters, I promise you, it's as delicious as it looks. In the one and a half, I don't know how long we've been more than a half or one and a quarter years that we've been mm-hmm. married. I think we've and only had quarter. like 
two off days. Oh, two days where you were maybe a little off. Maybe Which maybe you woke up on the days? wrong side of the bed. Who knows? I want you to remember <laughs> specifically which two days. I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm pretty sure every single meal you've ever eaten in this marriage thus far. Let's not get cocky Has now. been ridiculously Hold delicious. On now. Don't make me think. I can't think of a single thing. No, I'm I'm totally joking. <laughs> obviously, every meal you've made for me has always been delicious. Okay. So. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> what What is the next uh, DM or question that we got about this? Um, let's see. Someone says, can I go gluten and dairy free even if I don't have PCOS? Well, I mean, if you have like endometriosis, uh, there are studies that show that it, that it can really help, but I'm, this is obviously like a PCOS podcast and we're, you know, we're, um, all about, you know, helping women with PCOS. A lot of women with PCOS have endometriosis. Yeah, that, that's true. Mm -hmm. Okay, someone says more Instagram stories and recipes that are non-expensive products. Sure. So going off of that, non-expensive, right? That's that's a common like thought. Oh, it's expensive to go gluten dairy free. Well, earlier we talked about uh, foods that are naturally gluten dairy free. So for example, sisters, rice, sweet potatoes, potatoes, um, meats like you know uh, ground beef, uh, any sort of steak, anything like that. I mean, on and on. Are those expensive? I mean, it depends on what you're yeah. getting, obviously. But like rice is the, one of the cheapest things you can get. Yeah, yeah. Potatoes is one of the cheapest things you can get. I mean, meats, depending on the different varieties, is, is very relatively cheap. Chicken mm-hmm. is cheap. I mean, it's that's just a, that's just a myth like that gluten dairy free is expensive because yeah. I think those people are focusing on the the specialty brands right. that are like that are making foods that are. Um, already gluten they're making them into gluten free so that's where it can get different there's one more she says i feel like i'm eating gluten free like a chore how can i make myself look forward to eating Mm -hmm. food well that's really interesting i mean definitely you need to think about some of your favorite foods what you like to eat and then kind of modify them slightly because you'd be surprised how easy it is to take like one of your favorite meals and make it gluten and dairy free. Mm-hmm. So, for example, nachos. <laughs> Who doesn't love nachos? Um, of course, like corn chips are gluten free. But I just made nachos with sweet potato. And then I added some dairy free cheese, sprinkled that on and some chicken and some avocado, guacamole, um, jalapeno, red onion, whatever. And it was delicious. And it was a gluten free meal. And it was very easy to make. And, you know, it's one of my favorite meals gluten and dairy free there you have it just try to make sure you're eating foods that you like that's my thing like just because it's gluten and dairy free doesn't mean you're eating salad all day yeah exactly and then somebody else said related to what we were saying earlier uh the problem is rice rice is gluten free but it affects my pcos so bad Mm. well um so it really depends with rice because obviously it's a carb and it can affect your insulin yeah so it's really about moderation so rice is definitely okay i mean it depends on everybody's certain situation but rice in moderation with a meal in in the right portions paired properly yeah with high protein can be beneficial we actually talk about this in stage four of the sisterhood and it's how to eat carbs it's not don't eat carbs it's how to eat them like how are you pairing them how much is on your plate which carbs are you choosing And also keeping in mind that every body reacts differently to different carbs. Mm -hmm. So I tolerate 
most carbs, but some people might not be able to tolerate rice and that might have a really bad effect on their blood sugar. So maybe sweet potatoes are better. You know what I'm saying? So like everyone has a different blood sugar reaction to every different carb. Yeah. And then a lot of people were saying um, more recipes, please. And we definitely we can we try to do as many recipes as possible on Instagram stories as well as on our feed or our TikTok. Every day we do it. But if you're looking for like print out PDF pages of of hundreds of recipes, well then honestly the best place is the sisterhood. We have basically like how much how many recipes do we have? Like fifty? I don't know. Yeah. But we have basically a crap load of recipes that are, that are all gluten and dairy free and you can print out the pdfs and the best part is that the recipes are based on your carb tolerance so basically um after you learn after you discover your carb tolerance in uh, in one of the stages in the in the sisterhood you select it so let's just say for example you picked 60 to 90 grams of carbs so you select that in the button online there's a button you press it and then it like loads and then <laughs> Basically, when you go to the recipe section, the whole recipe section is based on the carb level you selected. And don't worry, if that changes, you can go back and change it to something different. And then the recipes will change and adapt to what you selected. And all the recipe, like the The information, yeah, the ingredients with how much stuff to put in, it changes based on your carb tolerance. So it's honestly a a great place to find uh, recipes that suited for you. So then I asked another sticker, Uh another question. Advice you would give a sister going gluten and dairy free. So this is advice from people who have already gone gluten and dairy free. So I love this one. She says, you don't have to lose weight in the first week. Focus on how you feel. Mm. Ugh, that is so the truth. Amen, yeah. If you're feeling more energetic, if you're feeling like less bloated, just because you didn't lose weight the first week or even the first month, That doesn't mean you should stop. Like if Mm -hmm. you feel good, keep doing what makes you feel good. And that's going to heal your metabolism. And that's going to get you your metabolism moving. And the weight loss eventually will happen as you maybe you layer in other things like slow weighted workouts and things like that. I mean, the truth is it all starts inside out. Like first you may see that, oh, maybe your acne is clearing up. Maybe like some patches of hair are growing back. And you start to see these changes. If you start to see these changes, that could be a big sign of other things to come and like like talian said like if you don't see the first week give it a couple weeks you for a lot of sisters it usually takes about two to four weeks and thinking about this like the inflammation and all the the causes it didn't just happen in one day right like it took it took time for the inflammation to get worse and things to develop so when you go gluten dairy free it's going to take time to like detox your body out of it so just be patient with yourself so the next tip a sister has i like this one splurge a little on dairy-free cheese gluten-free pizza crust etc especially at the beginning that's mm. that's a good tip you know just to ease into it i mean not everyone wants to spend this much money all at yeah. once but if you feel like it and you know you want to it is a lot more fun you know in the beginning especially as you're getting used to new things to choose like the gluten and yeah. dairy-free pizzas and stuff like of course that. yeah i mean everybody has different flexibilities so if that's something you know you're, you're able to do then yeah that's that's a good tip mm-hmm. someone says gluten and dairy will always wait for you your health won't oh great quote. wow great oh, quote. is that sarah was that her name, that? Was her name sarah? good job that? sarah that's a great tip and yeah, like it's true, like gluten, if, if gluten and dairy free doesn't work for you, 
there's it's always there for you like if yeah. if you want to go back to it you know so don't feel well, one don't feel rushed into it like somebody else also said baby if you scroll up i liked it too well one somebody said keep it simple which is great but another sister said it's easier once you get started so basically what i what i want to say about this is don't think ahead like when you start going gluten dairy free don't think ahead to one week from now or two weeks from now like oh i'm gonna be like this in two weeks because that just gets your hopes up and puts a lot of pressure on yourself instead just get started as easy as possible is for you maybe with just breakfast like we mentioned earlier and then in two three days you're gonna be like oh my gosh I'm going I'm going gluten dairy free basically like I'm slowly doing it like I can do I can do this thing I'm I'm capable and you guys sisters you're all capable everybody's capable of doing it and you're all capable of overcoming PCOS too yeah one sister said or a lot of sisters are saying start slow change out a couple items at a time instead of trying to do an entirely new kitchen yeah be creative with ingredients and don't give up I like that yes definitely uh, the starting stone, not like replacing the whole kitchen at once because then you're going to maybe find stuff that you didn't like. Do, take it slow. Don't beat yourself up. If you go off your path every now and then, healing isn't linear. Yeah. Keep trying. If you eat gluten and dairy, it's okay. Just continue gluten and dairy free afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's the least restrictive lifestyle. My body loves it. My mind loves it. And results are slow but steady. Yeah, think about it. You can eat pizza. You can eat basically anything if it's gluten dairy free. So it's it is one of the most least restrictive things you can do. Someone says start slow by removing dairy first, then gluten, then sugar. That's exactly like, yeah. how we show you in the sisterhood. I think in the sisterhood we go gluten, gluten first, first, right? Yeah. But yeah, that's a great tip right there. Starting slow, one step at a time. Literally everyone is saying go slowly. Transition yeah. slowly because it can be get overwhelming. Yeah. Don't worry. There's other. There's always an alternative. Yeah, I All love right. it. Start slow. <laughs> Take it slow. Gluten <laughs> and dairy. And that's 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 what we try to teach too. Like not only yeah. in the sisterhood, but on Instagram and basically with our posts is always starting slow, trying to see if it's right for you. Because of course, not everything is right for a hundred percent of the population. Like everybody changes, and we've never said that it's perfectly the thing for PCOS, right? It's everybody's different, and you, you just gotta try it to see if it's right for you exactly see what's working for your body yes all right that pretty much covers the gluten and dairy-free portion of this episode and now we're gonna go on to the pcos hotline if you're new to the podcast we have a whole hotline uh the number is 1833-ASK-PCOS I'll say one more time, 1833-ASK-PCOS you can call and leave a voicemail with your question or testimonial we, we love to play your testimonials in the beginning of the podcast whenever we uh, get them. And uh, we basically answer your questions live on the podcast. And you can also send text messages too that we can read on the podcast as well. So let's read uh, this or let's play let's Yeah, this week's voicemail. Ring, ring. Hi. Thanks so much for starting this hotline. This is so helpful. You have no idea. Um, so I was talking to another fellow sister who has insulin resistance issues and she was talking about being on metformin boo right we hate that and i was talking about my experience with berberine berberin i can't remember what the supplement's called but it's it does the same thing metformin does it's just a lot gentler and i was wondering what your thoughts on taking that and the ovacetol together is like because since it's kind of like a um 
a metformin-like supplement, and you don't suggest metformin and ovacetol at the same time due to what they do to the blood sugar levels. I just wanted to know what you thought about those two supplements together. All right, great question, sister. We, we, we get a lot of questions about, obviously, metformin, uh, berberine, ovacetol. Just a quick disclaimer, though. Um, everybody's different. Like, we, we, don't, we don't know your blood work. We, we can't know for sure what's right for your body. So we always say to please consult your doctor when it comes to different supplements to make sure that it's right for you. Now, with that being said, Ty, why don't you uh, explain berberine a little bit, what it is, and what your thoughts. Yeah, berberine is another great supplement for blood sugar, just like ovacetol. Oftentimes when I have patients who are super insulin resistant and like change their diet, they're taking ovacetol, but still with the cravings, you know, you layer in some berberine. So that's how I like to implement it into a PCOS lifestyle. But it is great for insulin resistance. If you're super insulin resistant, it can help. And yeah, like you said, keep in mind that whenever you're taking supplements or any me blood sugar medications or anything like that, mm -hmm. you really want to monitor yourself and make sure that you feel okay and make sure that your blood sugar is not dropping too low and so on. Even yeah. when you're taking Ovacetol, like sometimes it's good to start with half a dose instead of like the full scoop or full packet you know you want to yeah. make sure that you're doing something that's good for your body so no matter what we recommend or no matter what your doctor recommends you need to evaluate how you feel and if it's working for you and then go back to that doctor or a dietitian or whoever it is that you're working with one-on-one -on -one yeah. and tell them that like this is what happened what do i do yeah so so um so basically when it comes to ovacetol and berberine together yeah is it okay then would you say or i mean i've i've uh, or is it too much i don't think i'm okay it depends on the person that's yeah, the thing like it definitely. can be too much like for me it probably would be i'm not that insulin resistant anymore yeah. but for other people yeah sometimes layering them together it can be good yeah so definitely consult your doctor on that because we we don't know like how insulin resistant you are it may be too much so just check with your doctor first mm -hmm. um a common question that we do get just related to this is can I take metformin and ovacetol together? So that one, um, based on what uh, doctors and also um, what ovacetol has told us in studies, it, they do say it's acceptable to take um, uh, metformin and an inositol supplement together. However, based on our experience, based on Tallinn's experience and other sisters' experience, some people find that when they take metformin and an inositol supplement together, they get lightheaded. Uh, their their blood sugar drops too low, like like we were saying er, we were saying earlier, it just was too much for their body. Right, exactly. So it's important to evaluate yourself and yeah. see how you feel. Exactly. I swear the podcast gods do not want this episode <laughs> to be done. Probably the audio listeners couldn't tell, but as we were answering the PCOS hotline question, the camera just turned off because the battery ran out. <laughs> so right after that, I just I just had to replace the battery so we could finish up the podcast. But honestly, this, this episode... This is seriously <laughs> such a struggle episode right now. You guys have no idea. Yeah, and right now for us, it's the end of Friday. So it's like, it's 5 p.m. Friday. We're at the last it bit is. of... Our energy levels are like almost My depleted. My twitching. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but... With all that being said, we're not going to forget about one of our favorite parts of the podcast, which is where we talk about a sister who's been managing her PCOS, Lagavos, and... I um, chose three. 
We chose three this week. I mean, Amazing. I couldn't hold it together. There were so Why many good you? ones from the sisterhood. Yeah, I love it. I love it. We always get a lot of testimonials and we love reading them. So again, as I mentioned, if you have a testimonial, feel free to DM us or message us on Instagram or even call our hotline to leave the to leave a voicemail and we'll happily play it on the podcast. That's right. All right, babe. Who is the first winner? The first winner, Grace. She says, I convinced my PCOS BFF to go gluten and dairy free and join the sisterhood. She's lost five pounds in two weeks and she's killing it. I'm officially down 18 pounds and had a normal period. Wins all over. That's amazing. That definitely wins all over. A win for the whole family, I can say. And great job, like, talking to your friend about it, you know? Yeah, like Getting if, her on board with you. How yeah. Nice. And honestly, just to go off this real quick, like, if you have a friend who has PCOS or maybe you're in the sisterhood and you're in the Facebook group, try to find a friend. Try yeah. to get close to somebody with PCOS because it's like a, like a partner that you can always talk to about this condition. It's like a friend that you can get support. You can support each other. Maybe something worked for them and you can talk to them. They can give you the same suggestions and vice versa. It really helps to find a friend with PCOS, you know? So I highly implore you, if you're in the in the sisterhood and you're in the Facebook group, try to make some friends. Feel free to DM someone that's in the sisterhood and try to, like, get close with somebody. That's right. Support. Yeah. Okay, our next one. Do you want to read it? Sure. Uh, the next winner is Amina. She says, Woke up this morning feeling a bit lighter. Decided to weigh myself three and a half pounds down. Actually cannot believe it. Done my workout and now I have to eat something. Keep going, ladies. Yes. Yes. Amazing, Amina. Great job. And I look I love how she's like, decided to weigh myself. Because you know, we, we usually say like, you know, don't weigh yourself every day. Like yeah. limit it to once a week, as little as possible. Yeah. Because you know, that can like put too much pressure on yourself. And I and I like how she said, I just decided to weigh myself like yeah. it was nothing. Exactly. When and you feel comfortable doing yeah, it, do it. If exactly. you don't, don't. Yeah. Definitely. Great stuff. Keep going, Amina. We're all we're all here for you. All right. And the last winner is Caitlin. She says, I stepped on the scale this morning and I'm officially down 13 pounds. I couldn't believe it. Trust the process, ladies. I'm not 100% gluten and dairy free. Almost. But I can't believe the changes I'm seeing. You've got this. Keep believing in yourself and you're healing your body. I truly can't believe how far I've come after years of struggling in just a few weeks. Amazing, Caitlin. Great job. And... Truly can't believe how, how far I've become after years of struggling in just a few weeks. I repeat that because many sisters say, I wish I found you years ago when I, I got diagnosed. I wish I started this years ago. Don't feel bad that you didn't start years ago because look at Caitlin. In just a few weeks, she felt better than she has after all the years of struggling. So always remember that no matter how late you are. It doesn't matter because this, the moment you start, you're going to start feeling better than you felt in the last few years or however long. And none of that's going to matter. None of it. Yeah. Seriously, you'll forget that you spent 10 years in Struggle City. Exactly. Because I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to relive it every time I tell you guys the story. <laughs> true, 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 true. Alrighty. That's the end of the podcast. We have a weekend now to enjoy and relax five o'clock on a friday ending a podcast is how you do it it's funny we were doing a live earlier today and during the live it was like really funny we were like tyne and i were like going back and forth about some like a funny thing and one of my friends just hopped up on the live and said <laughs> i agree with siak and it was like hilarious everybody took Tyne's side and one of my guy friends <laughs> took my side on the live 
And then right after the live, I text. I'm like, hey, you want to come over for dinner tomorrow? <laughs> so now we're having dinner with them. See, you see how Instagram brings people together. Bringing us all together. The exactly. sisterhood. That's right. <laughs> all righty, right, sisters. sisters. Thank you so much for listening. This is the end of today's episode. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Uh, leave a review if you like if you like the episode. And yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening, sisters. Talk yes. to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again. Sisterhood.